0: Welcome to CTL Connection's Short Bites, a series of interviews with senior engineering leaders. I'm your host, Peter Bell. The future's here, it's just not evenly distributed. At CTL Connection, we try to solve that by identifying, curating, and distributing the latest tools and techniques for more effectively building and managing an engineering team. Join our community at CTLConnection.com. I'd like to take a moment to thank our partners. Code Climate is our global sponsor. Co-Climate Velocity helps CTOs, VPEs, and directors at companies like Slack, Gusto, and Pizza Hut align initiatives with strategic priorities, accelerate software delivery, and drive continuous improvement. I'd also like to thank Amazon Web Services and Carrot, our sustaining partners. I'd also like to take a moment to introduce our Short bites partner, CloudZero. You're spending a ton of money on the cloud, so shouldn't you know exactly what you're spending it on? CloudZero will help you organize and understand your cloud spend better than anyone else out there. You'll get visibility without the typical pitfalls of legacy cloud cost management tools like endless tagging or clunky Kubernetes support. With Cloud Zero, you can optimize your unit economics, decentralize cost intelligence to engineering, and create a shared language between finance and technical teams. You'll be able to answer questions like, who are my most expensive customers? How much does this specific feature cost our business? What is the cost impact of re-architecting this application? Join companies like Drift, Rapid7, and SeatGeek by visiting cloudzero.com slash connection to get started. Again, please visit cloudzero.com slash ctoconnection to get started today. Today, I'm speaking with Matt Stevenson, the CEO and co-founder of Code to College. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Peter, thanks so much for having me. So my first question, maybe if you could give people a little bit of background, what is Code to College and what do you do there?
1: So Code to College is a national nonprofit. We were founded here in Austin back in 2016. And we sit in this very exciting and what I would say the most exciting space of the future of work. And that is ultra early career talent. Uh, we leverage volunteers from tech companies, be it big tech companies, venture backed tech companies, any size. Uh, and we leverage them to deliver after school coding education professional skills development, mentorship, and STEM industry access towards placement into high school software engineering and other technical internships. Um, We've been doing this for the past uh, almost seven years. And over the course of that time, we have served nearly 3,000 high school students across the country and placed nearly 300 of them into these paid summer internships.
0: Nice. So the the first question that I'm I'm starting to ask everyone, especially who's founded something, is why. Of all the things you could do, uh, why was it this that you decided to dedicate the next few years of your life to?
1: I started out my undergraduate career uh, majoring in finance and information systems. I had a pretty keen interest in pursuing uh, an industry that would have lucrative uh, endings for me, um, but on the advice of someone who I trusted, um, who was a family friend, I also pursued something within the, the tech space. And so um, I learned how to code early on in, um, in my freshman year and was able to pick up several internships as well as uh, side jobs where I was coding. And it helped to significantly defray college expenses for me. And I realized early on that the barriers to entry uh, to learn how to code were pretty low, but the economic and professional and, and also personal oppor- opportunities, uh, once you learned how to code were pretty significant. And so, uh, I made it my mission to figure out how I could offer this skill set to students who, uh, otherwise wouldn't have this type of access and opportunity. And so, um, over the last, you know, 15, 20 years, I've had a number of formative, professional and personal experiences that have all led to founding Coda college
0: that's great so let let's talk at a high level i'm a hiring manager i'm trying to to scale my team and on the one hand i need people tomorrow on the other hand i understand that in 3 years from now i'm still going to need people tomorrow right this is a, it's a marathon not a sprint so what are some of the benefits of internships for for hiring managers and companies that look to engage with them So
1: some of the, the typical benefits for hiring interns is that it's a conversion tool. So I know that, um, and it's not just tech companies, but most companies, they are on campus or, or at least engaging with undergrads and hiring them, uh, particularly in their, um, in the summer after their junior year, uh, as a way to assess them and potentially give them a full time offer. So it's a, it's a great conversion tool because it's almost like an eight to to 12 week. A uh, long interview process during which you can really understand does this person work for our organization. So um, there's really great functional benefits there uh, to extend that interview process before extending a full time offer. I would say in addition to that, it's a great learning opportunity and professional development opportunity for um, for team members who are looking to either. Um, uh, ascend to management at some point or just otherwise looking how to um, develop into a better team player because you are having to learn how to teach someone and to support them and, and guide them in a way that is um, supportive and positive. Um, and that that's hard. It is, it's mentorship and, and, um, and support is, is not something that we should take for granted. And I think we, we generally do. Um, and then, and then thirdly, I would just say it's, it's another, Wonderful way to, to give back and to invest in the future. Um, I think a lot of us lament about the generation that follows us. Um, but the best way to have a hand in, in, in turning the tide is to support the youth as they, um, they're looking to enter into different, um, careers and really explore those, those careers.
0: Now, traditionally, a lot of companies, as you said, work with college internships. Now, what you offer is something, while you do sometimes offer access to your college population, that the heart of what you do seems to be high school internships. So, um, why is, why does that make sense from a hiring manager's perspective? Yeah. I,
1: it's a great question because, and it's the question that I get asked all the time. Why would I hire a high school intern when I've got needs? you know, now or within the next 18 months. And I'm I'm very transparent that this high school student, unless they choose not to go to college, they will likely not convert to a an FTE uh until the next, you know, three to five years or so. Um, but the benefits are, you know, one, um, some of what I already mentioned, the fact that you're able to invest in the future and also develop your um your management chops. One of the, one of the primary ways that I, I share this with, uh, VPs of engineering and directors of engineering is that if you've got an individual contributor who is raising their hand saying, I want to manage, I want to manage one of the best ways to, um, give them an opportunity to prove their mettle is to give them an intern. And in, in particular, a high school intern, um, being able to connect with somebody where there is such a significant, uh, delta in age, um, it's challenging and, and that, that challenge is a good thing. Um, and, and oftentimes it unlocks, um, opportunities for development and, and gives you an eye as to who you're, who you're potentially, um, promoting into management. I would say in addition to that, historically, our high school interns have been very generative for our, um, for our partners. I have not led with this, but we're at the point where the data has been so consistent that I that I am. But consistently, more than half of the code in this past summer, it was actually in excess of 60% of the code that our high school interns wrote in their during their eight-week internships was pushed to production. Um, and most of that was during that same summer internship ex- experience. Um, so it wasn't sort of just waiting around in progress. Uh, waiting for an FTE to jump in and really finish the job or even do the lion's share. But they made significant contributions to projects that were either in-flight, new builds or enhancements. Um, in addition to that, um, we're often asked or I'm often asked, well, I understand the expectations of an undergraduate intern. And this program sounds great, but I, I just don't understand what should I expect from a high school intern? Well, this summer we asked those hiring managers the question, on overall performance, how did your high school intern from code to college rate relative to an undergraduate intern? Is it below, at, or above the level of an undergrad intern? And 75% of those hiring managers, and we placed 130 interns in high school this summer, 75% of those hiring managers said, that our code to college high school interns performed at or above the level of an undergraduate intern. And so I would say the benefit is also <laughs> they're productive. They're, they're, they are productive and they will be additive <laughs> to your team. And I, and I would, I would add one last point. I, I understand sort of the economic conditions that we're in right now. And I actually think that that, that makes this opportunity even more favorable because for those who are thinking about this in terms of I don't know that I'll have the budget for FTEs. I don't know that I'll have the budget for undergraduate interns. You can still have a very productive, uh, summer 23 and you get the benefit of having interns who now are aware of your, uh, organization. And, and uh, this is actually a side point to this point. I forgot to mention undergraduate interns are typically not that loyal. They're typically, uh, Trying to see as many companies and organizations as possible to build up their professional resume before they go out for that full-time experience. Code to college interns are sticky. <laughs> they go back summer after summer. And I, I, I also, there's so much to us. I, I keep forgetting. I forgot to mention 90% of our high school interns get return offers for the following summer. And of that 90%, roughly 70% return. So they are invested in these companies who invest in them early. And we are now, given that we've been in operation for nearly seven years, we're starting to see conversions, FTE conversions of students who initially started as high school
0: interns. That's amazing. So, so maybe to make this concrete, could you give an example of like the kinds of students you find entering and going through your program?
1: Oh, absolutely. So, and, and I'll, I'll start with, you know, there's a range, you know, there, we do have some students who have done some coding, um, prior. Maybe they've taken an APCS course or maybe independently they've taken up coding. But we, we do also have other students who've never written a line of code, um, before. Uh, one student who comes to mind, her name is Rocio. Rocio, uh, she is from, uh, Del Valle, uh, Texas, which, You know, if, if you've been to the Austin area, um, you'll know that Del Valley, it's sort of, um, uh, a bit more of a depressed region of, of, um, of Austin doesn't get as much resources, um, as other areas. And when, and which is all the, all the more reason why we wanted to partner with Del Valley High School. You know, when we worked with Rocio her first year, she, she did struggle a little bit. With, um, with learning how to code. As a matter of fact, um, I know that there were several instances where, um, we, we were sort of leaning in with her instructors to ensure that she and, and her other, uh, other students from her class stayed in the program, um, because coding can be hard. She pitched at our very first, uh, or excuse me, our third annual demo day. Um, and that was back in, uh, 2020, right before lockdown. You know, fast forward to today. She persevered in our program. She learned Python through our software engineering leadership program and was able to get an internship in summer 21 with WP Engine. Did so well, she did get a return offer, but she actually came back and took another course with us, our mobile applications development program, and she wanted to get a mobile engineering internship. She joined Favor Delivery this past summer. Did very well again. And now she's actually a freshman at UT Austin pursuing a CS degree. And so to think that a a young woman like this, she started when she was 15 years old, unsure of herself, obviously not, you know, given the region that she was from, not familiar with anyone who was in software engineering or software development, but because of our program got that exposure and that access, and then that opportunity to have two technical internships while in high school before she even stepped foot on a university campus. So, um, and she is just one of hundreds who is who have had an experience like this when we think of the internships. So, um, truly transformative. And I know that both of those uh, employers, both WP Engine and Favour Delivery, really experienced a successful summer with her.
0: That's great, Matt. Thank you. So, you, you've talked about a number of companies and it's like, I was looking at your website and there's this vast kind of range of, of companies that have supported and engaged with you in various ways. What kind of, if you're, let's take the startup world steady stage, you know, if you're, if you're part of a big enterprise, they should call you already. And we'll talk about that in a moment, but in the startup world, at what kind of scale of engineering team does it start to make sense to say, you know what, now's the time to start to invest in programs like this? You know, I try to stay agnostic to answer that question and I
1: because I continue to be blown away when we find a partner who says we want to figure out how to make this work. Um I will say the smallest engineering org that we've worked with had four people on it, right? And um you know, I what we're working towards today is engaging as many startups have the appetite for the work that we're doing because the more that we can prove out that an early stage company can support and, and engage with Code to College in this way, the more we built the case that there's no reason that any company can't also work with us. And so we've, you know, that four person engineering team, that was a very successful summer <laughs> that resulted in a return offer and that intern will be returning there. And so, you know, we're, we're generally talking to teams of of 20 and up. And so um all the more reason that they should absolutely be working with us and hiring um at least two code to college high school interns for the summer.
0: Now that's a really interesting distinction. You say hiring at least two, and I, and I've heard similar things in other domains. Why is that important?
1: Yeah, so uh it's important that there's no intern that's uh sort of an island to themselves. The the internship experience is one of um it's not just a technical experience, but it's also a relational experience. And being able to speak to someone who has that shared experience is so critical to being able to to persevere and to make it through. You know, when I think of Rosia, one of the reasons why I think she continued in the program is because she had a really good friend, uh, Yaritza, who was also in the program with her. and they They worked on their project together and they supported each other and encouraged each other. Each other to come every single week. Now, same same goes for an internship. You want to ensure that you've got another intern there who you can check in with and, and say, "This is what I experienced today. How about you? Or I'm facing this challenge. How would you go about it?" Um, because we all have different managers, right? We all have different mentors and different people that we interact with. And so, being able to share your experience with somebody who can relate is just so critical. Now, I say at least two. But I will say we were, we were welcome to place even more than that. We, we placed 130 this past summer. Our goal for uh, summer 23 is 300. And we're about halfway to that goal in terms of securing summer 23 internship roles.
0: That's amazing. So, so you talked about one important point, which is this idea of having at least two interns. So they have somebody to bounce things off of. They have a, a peer relationship and, and kind of this kind of back channel, which is great. What are some of the other things that the companies that have been most successful? in hiring the interns and working with the interns. What are some of the other hints for for becoming successful with a program like this as a hiring company? So,
1: uh, structure is important. And so we have developed a very clear timeline uh, with expectations and check-in points to ensure that we over-communicate what's needed from each respective partner. I would say that having very clear stakeholders who are owning, um, uh, respective tasks, that's also important because balls get dropped when people aren't, um, aren't clear on what their role is. Um, and then I would just say communication is just key. And, and when I say communication right now, I would say, um, candid, uh, sort of radical candor in the sense of radical candor. Feedback is, is a a way of showing care and concern. Um, it's a way of being kind. And when we, when we see these partnerships, uh, either, either not be as successful as they could be. Um, it's generally because feedback was not shared openly and honestly. Um, a perfect example, and this is uh, rather than speak about any particular intern, it's more of a trend that I've seen. Uh, there will be a particular intern um, and they are not given direct feedback. They're told, you know, good job and thank you for showing up. And then at the end of the summer, um, they we hear their code wasn't clean. Uh, they weren't on time every day. Um, they didn't speak up in stand-ups, et cetera. Now, Peter, my question to you is, which demographic do you think I'm talking about? There's a particular demographic that this happens to.
0: I'm going to take a flyer. I don't know. I'm going to take a flyer, and I'm wondering if it is gender-based, people who don't identify as male.
1: That is correct. That is absolutely correct. Our girls continue to receive, not, not across the board, but that is the trend that we see that girls do not receive as, um, as candid feedback as, as our boys do. And they're burned for it as a result because candid, uh, or excuse me, feedback is your opportunity to improve. And without that feedback, um, you're sort of, um, you're, 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 you're feeling through the dark. And so, one of the things that we try to share when we get these nuances and get these insights um, is to share them with managers very open and honestly. We are tracking this data um, very closely and we want to make sure that they understand like, look, we, we we get your end of summer feedback. We think that it's valid. However, this was not shared throughout the summer. And so they've never had an opportunity to improve on any of this. So, um, so yeah, I would, the the last one is the most important one, ensuring that you've got open and honest communication and in particular feedback.
0: Now, for anyone who has not yet engaged with one of these internship programs, what's the usual timeline at what time of year should you start planning for and engaging with, you know, your company or, or an organization like yours? So, uh, the,
1: the general is earlier the better. Um, the specific is we really like to understand whether there's going to be commitment by, uh, at least by Q4 of the preceding, um, summer. And so right now we're speaking in, um, late September. If we know by late, I would say late October, early November, that's, that's optimal just because, uh, we all know that sort of the end of the year becomes, no Man's Land uh, with holiday season. Um, because also we start to engage with our, our our students and in particular those who are likely to be candidates for the summer internships by providing um additional resources for them to start preparing asynchronously for the um for the internship experience and as well as the interview experience. And then uh throughout February, we have our interview season. So um, knowing sooner than later is optimal. That's not to say that we haven't in many cases every single year um, had companies reach out to us, say, in February and say that they now have appetite for an intern or even later than that. Um, and we want to accommodate to ensure that um, as many opportunities are available, we're able to offer them up. That said, we very much appreciate knowing sooner than later that there is interest so that we can plan accordingly.
0: And if somebody is interested in engaging with you, like what are the next steps what should they what should they be doing, hopefully in the next month?
1: Yes, yes, so um if you hear my voice and you are interested in becoming a Code to college visionary partner, there are many benefits to it, um, as I mentioned before, um, in hiring a high school intern or several of them um, but i will um, I will repeat what Peter shared, which is the fact that you also get access. To our hundreds of college-going uh, students, once you become a visionary partner. But if you are interested in becoming one, you can reach out to me directly. My name is Matt Stevenson, M A T T, last name Stevenson with a P H spelled properly. And then uh, the email address is matt m a t t at code c o d e the number two college dot That's matt at code the number two college dot org, and just. Let me know uh, where you heard me on on Peter's podcast, the CTO Connection, and
0: uh, that you want to partner and we can make it happen. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to share more about your program. This was great.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Peter. Really appreciate it and uh, appreciate the space.